And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Welcome to a special emergency edition of the Andy Staples Show. Paul Chris has been fired, Ari. Well, uh, yeah, we were we were getting together for a week of podcasting together, and and we're going on a road trip. But before we even do that, I'm over at Ari's house. I was supposed to be in my hotel watching Game of Thrones, or I guess House of the Dragon. But no, Wisconsin has fired Paul Chris. We talked about this with Jesse Temple last week. He had a, an entire Wisconsin-centric episode, and we said, if Brett Bielema comes to Camp Randall and out Wisconsin's Wisconsin, what happens next? I don't think any of us thought they'll fire him the next day. It was funny because we were both talking on the show about how Wisconsin moves slow. Uh, this was lightning fast, you know, and when you say out Wisconsin, Wisconsin, that was even more than it. You know, when you were watching that game, like it, it was, was just kind of like, I cannot believe they are just dominating them in every facet of the game right now. And, you know, there is hope, you know, with Brett Bielema, who's had a lot of success in the Big Ten, that Illinois was going to be something. But I think that when you look at the trajectories of programs and like where Wisconsin is and where Illinois should be headed, like those should not have crossed paths in a meaningful way for three more years, maybe. No, I think and, so. And not like that, especially. That's that's the part that makes it. Yeah. It's I not mean, like it, they lost on some fluke thing, like they got undressed. Well, and, and the problem is when you look on the same day, Purdue went to Minnesota and out Minnesota, Minnesota, Minnesota yeah. was was winning games in a similar way to Wisconsin. And, and had smashed Michigan State the week before. Purdue wins a game like that, and it is – now you're like, okay, can we beat Purdue? Can we beat Minnesota? Yeah. Can we beat Iowa? And after the the podcast that we did late Saturday night, um, and then earlier in the morning, I was thinking, you know, when we talked a lot about Wisconsin on the show, I wish I would have made this point. I guess I got another chance, unfortunately – uh, you know, Paul Christ had to get fired to, to get the shot 24 hours later. But, you know, in a Big Ten West that's situated the way that it is this year, where you have multiple teams winning big games, you don't have a real heavy favorite. You know, you've got Iowa losing to Michigan. You've got Minnesota, who was the runaway favorite probably to win the Big Ten West, you know, 24 hours ago or 48 hours ago, yep. losing to Purdue. This is the type of Big Ten West that Wisconsin for years has just run through. Like, they're supposed to be the sturdy program. They've always been that, you know, the team that's going to win 10, 11 games. Mm -hmm. This is the team that goes, well, well, nobody in the Big Ten West can figure it out. Well, we'll just beat everybody playing Wisconsin football yep. and go to the Big Ten championship game. And it's like to lose this way, you're, it's such a departure from what everybody, not just Wisconsin fans, but college football fans, have found normal for, what, the last 15, 20 years? Well, and, and what have we said that we like about Wisconsin? Because we talk about this with yeah. Nebraska. Right. Get an identity like Wisconsin's. Wisconsin they were the blueprint for every program trying to build something. Yes, yes, and they have. And, and I think part of the timing of this is to not lose that. Yeah, because it's to give Jim Leonard a chance as the interim coach. You know, he's a he's a Wisconsin guy, played there, 
Very good defensive coordinator. And the person everyone assumes will eventually take the job. Right. The thought was that Paul Chris would win a bunch of games, hand off to Jim Leonard right off into the sunset. Yeah. Now it feels like they did this now, so he gets a seven-game audition so that the drumbeat for Lance Leipold isn't so loud. Lance Leipold, by the way, Wisconsin Whitewater grad. Yeah. I mean, and and working a freaking miracle at Kansas right (laughs) now. The most important game of the year is Wisconsin versus Nebraska off the field. Is that what we're talking about right now? I think it Uh, is uh, (laughs) because because it does feel like they're they're going after the same thing. Yeah. I will say that Wisconsin knowing what it is and what it needs to be puts it ahead of, of Nebraska. Oh, for sure. Without question. But Nebraska has probably more money, probably more desperation. You know, so I I don't know that that necessarily changes. I think Wisconsin would like this to be, this was a very un-Wisconsin thing that happened here on Sunday night. But I think Wisconsin would like this to be a more Wisconsin type move ultimately, where the guy they handpicked winds up taking the job and taking them back where they're supposed to be. Yeah, what do you, what is your take on And it's funny, I think we should get into that Nebraska-Wisconsin, which job's better thing, hypothetically, because I find that to be fun, because it's like, why wouldn't uh, Lance Leipold just think that Nebraska's uh, I mean, this man took Kansas to five and zero in year two. Like to him, <laughs> there's there's the- no dumpster <laughs> fire he can't extinguish. Like what if he was just like the dumpster fire uh, extinguisher? Like that's who he is. You know, he can just go every three years and fix one program can, after another. Can, can, we got GOJ on the the live yeah. chat. We have our first go get Urban guys. Every the answer to every question is not get Urban Meyer. Yeah, no, it is. I, it's yeah. Um, especially considering the fact that the person we were talking about literally just took the most hopeless program in college football and they are going, or they're ranked, right? Like it happened. They are ranked. They're so, five and oh college game day is coming. I'm yeah. assuming Rob Riggle's the guest picker. If you would have said in year two. So like to me, he's the perfect candidate because he's the magic man. You know, yeah. if you, if you're the magic man, <laughs> but the thing is Nebraska saying that Arizona state's probably saying that yeah. Auburn probably will say that. How do you, if you're him and you get to pick from all these different little dumpster fires, how do you pick which dumpster fire to save? It's like when you go to the kennel and there's all these dogs that need to be rescued. Like, how do you pick? They all have sad faces and they all want but you. Is, is Wisconsin, you, is Wisconsin like the, the, no. do, the doodle that the nice old lady just couldn't take care would, of anymore? Well, Wisconsin, like, <laughs> uh, you know, might be the cutest one, but I don't know, uh, you know, if you get all the benefits of. You know, maybe you want a you want a hunting dog or something. You know, maybe. Wisconsin doesn't come with the paycheck. Maybe, maybe it will. It does I don't know. though. It does. Sixteen point four million dollars, according to the contract. We don't have exact details of of Paul Chris separation agreement, but the contract, if you're just going strictly by that, is a, is a sixteen point four million. So it's a dumb assumption buyout. to think that Nebraska is going to bring more. Uh, here's the assumption that I'm making: the Big Ten's the SEC now. Yeah, well, they're all going to be getting... With with that level of money, everybody's getting an eight-figure pay bump next year. The Big Ten is the SEC. We just... Wisconsin fired Paul Christ. In the middle of a football season after... After game five. And I don't even know that anybody would even consider the fact that he could be on the hot seat coming into this year. We were asking, is he really on the hot seat last week? He got fired. Yeah, no, I mean, that was... (laughs) yeah, it was like you made that joke that you overtext, but you got to make it on the podcast because this is the content that we're that people are here for. Is Wisconsin moves slow, but this is the first time they've moved really fast. Right? Yeah, like, you, <laughs> you said, "Wow, they went really fast," and I said, "That's the first time anyone's ever accused them of that." Yeah, like, but they did. They were they yeah were so fast here, and and I get it. I I think they're. I am probably ascribing 
something different to that when I say the Big Ten's now the SEC. But we just saw Nebraska fire Scott Frost three weeks early and spend seven and a half million a, dollars more to do that. The Wisconsin thing is a Big Ten move. I mean, an SEC move. Oh yeah, like that's yeah. like a that's that's as ruthless as anything I've seen. In Seriously, a Auburn people are looking around <laughs> like, like, "What the hell's taking y'all so think long?" We're crazy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, especially considering the fact that it went, it was so swift with somebody who was so successful too. It wasn't just like a situation where it's like, "Well, when should they fire the guy that you know it clearly isn't the right fit?" Like this is a guy that <laughs> won a lot of games. You yeah. know, sixty-seven wins. And yeah, now the you, you saw the the comparison of his record and Bo Pelini's record, and yeah, why, be careful. But the difference was Bo Pelini was basically having the same season every year. There wasn't really a come down for Bo Pelini. Yeah, this was a come down from the first few years of the Paul Christ era. I I want to play the game with you of which job would Andy take? Okay, all but, right, I'm like, ready. But first, but first, I okay. think. Uh, it's important to um, you know discuss exactly what you feel about the coach in waiting, or, or I mean, sorry, the, the the trial run thing, because if you're giving the man a trial run for seven mm-hmm. games with a dysfunctional team for whatever reason, is that a real shot at it? Like, I mean, is is the person that is supposed to have the job supposed to if fix can, the issue immediately? If he can make it functional. That's that's very telling. I mean, Ed but Orger, what if he can't? Ed Orgeron like, can made a- it made USC functional. After Lane Kiffin was fired, yeah, they didn't hire him. He made LSU functional after Les Miles was hired. They hired him. He won a national title. I think Jim Leonard is probably the guy that's going to get the job because it's just so obvious, yeah. right? Dabo. But, I mean, everybody wants it to be Dabo, and and Dabo tells the story. And I'm uh, Jeff Scott, who's the, the head coach at yeah. USF now, was was on Dabo's staff at the time, or I guess he was on Tommy Bowden's staff, and he got bumped up from GA to to wide receivers coach when Dabo was was promoted to interim coach. And and Jeff Scott is watching Sports Center the night that Tommy Bowden gets fired, and it, and he sees a stat that like the last thirty interim coaches have not gotten the full time job. Wow! But we've seen it. But but Dabo got it and turned it into something. Uh, we saw Ed Orgeron win a national title after getting the job following being the interim at LSU. Yeah, we've not seen it a bunch more than that. But this is it. Just this, doesn't this seem enough like a, of an audition to find out. I yeah, think. yeah. I just feel like I wouldn't want to audition with the with the parts that got the previous guy fired. And but I'm I not, think you're graded on the curve there. Like yeah. Dabo didn't go undefeated. At he said to look semi-competent yeah. instead of like they, they lost to Florida state. Yeah. I believe that they beat South Carolina. They beat Boston college, but they, they didn't, they weren't perfect. And Ed Orgeron wasn't perfect. They lost to Florida that year. You know, it wasn't everything. And, and I think people understand that, that it's not necessarily going to be sunshine and roses, but do you look significantly more competent with the same players? I think that's yeah, very telling. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's a twofold thing of like when you think about this drastic move. Yeah. And you think about what Wisconsin was and where things went wrong. Like if you're a fan, is the most is the chicken noodle for the soul that you're looking for a guy who's been in the building for that long? Or is it somebody that has no ties whatsoever well, to the current situation? I, I, I will tell you that friend of the show, Stephen Prather of, of Sports Source Analytics, would tell you being an alum of the university is a negligible factor. It does not yeah, help. No, I, it does not hurt. It is not. And the person is semi responsible for the problem, right? right. It's, you can't separate. We fire coordinators all the time. Correct. So if the team isn't doing, and I'm not saying that 
but that he's not the right. But, I'm just saying hypothetically I mean, speaking. Hypothetically, it's, Dabo was responsible for right. For the Tommy it's just Bowden a hard thing. thing to parse through because it's, it's just like but the what, part Dabo was responsible for was getting C.J. Spiller to sign with him. Yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, listen, I think that every single coach in America everywhere wants to be Dabo. I mean, like he's the golden standard of of achieving the highest, you know, the epitome of what a coach in any position would be, which is to create a program that was very good at, at certain points in their yeah. history, but turn them into a monster, you know, and he's the only person in the last, what, 10, 15 years that can say that they've done what he did. Um, so I guess like the, the standard there is be like Dabo, but I also don't know how rational that is, you know? Um, and the thing too, is like, and then let's get to the game. Then Andy Staples, you are a handsome young offensive mind. You are the most, uh, sought after coach in America. You've already proven on your resume that you can save a program. You can put out a dumpster. So I, I have taken Kansas to, to you five have, and zero in yes, game day. Yes. You yes. are. You, uh, just came off of a win to go to six and zero after game day came to your Kansas right. and Lawrence, uh, campus in Lawrence, Kansas. Sorry, Sonny Dykes. You're getting offered even money. The same amount. Okay. At Nebraska and Wisconsin, which job is more attractive to you and why? Wisconsin feels less crazy to me. And I, I realize I'm saying that on the night they fired Paul Christ when we didn't expect them to it's fire like, yeah, Paul Christ. Can Christ. you use like the even Steven rational, nice Wisconsin way of life right now? Like, or do you have to consider the fact that they just like literally just canned this guy? Like no, this is the definition I feel like of canned. I feel like they made the, the rational decision. And again, yeah. I, I feel like they even made it. Even if it was quick, it doesn't mean it was wrong. I made it the yeah. way I feel like they made it the way they did because they want to give Jim Leonard a chance. But let's we're hypothetically saying that yes. this does not like the rest of the season stinks. It's like which one's more attractive yeah. to you? I think it I think it's still Wisconsin. They have an identity. I don't have to establish that. Yeah. You know, now I, I had this argument with somebody today because they said, no, it's definitely Nebraska. They have everything there, they have all the money in the world. They they stand up and cheer for your team that just lost by 35. But they also ran off Frank Solich. They also ran off Bo Pelini. They don't seem to know what they really want. Yeah, I think it's about ceiling. I think it's about ceiling. If I'm, you're, I'm if not you're sure the ceiling's big. any different for either one. That's the thing. If we're going highest ceiling of the jobs that are going to be open this year, it's Auburn. The That's ceiling right. at Auburn's a national title. I, 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 yeah, I agree. None of the other places that we think are going to be open now. <laughs> it's... The season's young, are you? I mean, I I might sound crazy. I might sound crazy. It's the first week or the first night of a a week-long SEC road trip, so I'm going to try on my Oh, you're going to see a lot of crazy this week. Yes. Get ready. And I'm looking forward to those uh, those truck stops in the middle of the south, in the middle of nowhere. That's The ones with the... With the little casinos in them, you know, you can drop a few. Uh, it's just Louisiana, <laughs> I think. I, yeah. No, I don't Maybe they got them in every state now. Yeah. I don't it's know. been a while. It's been a while for me. Um, and you'll have to teach me the concept of boiled peanuts because I've never understood that. Well, we're not going to be in boiled peanut territory. There's boiled peanuts in a gas station five minutes from here. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad that they're, they're starting to spread out. Yeah. So boiled peanuts are so much better than any other kind of peanut. I've never eaten one. So you're, we're going to oh, have to. I'm, 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 I'm going to do all the South things that I've never done yeah, before. Yeah. No, boiled um, peanuts are tremendous. My, my daughter was begging me to get some the other day. And are they it. soft? Are the peanuts they soft? They are soft, yeah. Is that the... Okay. No, they're tremendous. All right. That, that All right. We, we we digress. From boiled peanuts to cheese curds. Yeah, we're back. Take we're me back, back in Wisconsin. But okay, so I want to say the crazy thing. Could the perfect coach for Nebraska win a national title there? Yes. Or is that... Could the perfect coach for Wisconsin win a national title? Yes. 
See, I disagree with that. I think I don't think that Wisconsin could ever win. You got to be able to beat Ohio State once. Yeah, and you mentioned this the other day: once in a, in ten years or once in a generation. I but you want to hire the person at Wisconsin that'll do it the Wisconsin way, right? I don't think you would win any other way. Right? They found the way to win there. But they already unlocked up the, with, the hardest thing to unlock. They've already done. I think that they they have unlocked how to go ten and two. But here's the thing. If you have a special quarterback, and yeah. in this era of the transfer portal, where if you have that special quarterback, you can get one that's already special too, if the right, right time, right? Yeah. And you, that person can pied piper some special people with him too. Yeah. Like, so, what do you think, just from afar, uh, Lance Leipold's the best thing that he did for Kansas to get them? Like, what was the number one thing to the turnaround for you? Well, part of it was getting some guys from Buffalo who knew what he does, right? Who understood his culture. So that that's a piece of it, but also more mentality than anything else. I think if you saw the thing on game day where he, he, you know, he was talking to his wife about they're cheering for close losses. We can't, we're not in the moral victory business here. Like that's how you start and you just draw that line in the sand. Oh, now I, I realize that is a bad phrase to use because I believe Paul Chris used that phrase at halftime of the Illinois oh, game. Boy, yeah. draw, draw a line in the sand. But Lance Leipold basically said, look, this is not going to be how we're going to do this anymore. Right. Just being close is not acceptable. You are here to win. And, you know, you make them tough. You get good at blocking and tackling. Again, these are things Wisconsin's done very well over the years. Like, yeah. I, I, this, this is the, the other thing. You're not that far away from being back to being a 9-10 win team every you know, year. All the things that we always talk about when it comes to open jobs like what is attractive you want an administration that is on your side will give you the money and write the check when you need well, it you, to. you're you're talking about the national title though and there are only so many places you can win the national title yeah so why why are we even worrying about that we well we the thing are the about people it is who like, say the kentucky job is the best job in america because you don't have to win the national title well i just the reason why we're talking about national title is because we're talking about ceilings and like that's the only place, or the that's the only thing that's further than Wisconsin that Wisconsin's already accomplished. Right. right. So I'm they, like pushing they were it at their ceiling. They've already gotten yeah. to that point where they're like, okay, this is Mecca. You know, yeah. if you want to, I just want to know, like, if you take it further. But like, let just hear me out on this. So the things that you want out of, um, and this is like the 2020 version of how to to describe the perfect job. When we started doing the job rankings, that was the year. Administration that'll write you a check without any questions anytime you need it, right? Mm -hmm. Fertile recruiting territory. Correct. Rational fan base. Maybe a place with tradition or a, a passionate fan base, right? But I think there is a pillar that we need to add into it now. Because as we you know progress into this, this new world of college football, the transfer portal and your marketability as a program, I think, is going to take center stage. Now, right. anybody can get kids out of the transfer portal because kids are going everywhere. Correct. Kids went to Kansas. Which, which I think Nebraska and Wisconsin are sort of in the same boat. So do you think they're they're similar, or do you think Nebraska is a more attractive destination? I don't think so. Yeah. So Because if there's no distinction there, then I think you can make a very good case for either place. Yeah. I, but I if think, you think that Nebraska is better. Who, who's running the show? Because in both cases, they're going to be – like, well, in, in Wisconsin's case, I, I'm very confident whoever they hire, however they do this, they're going to be back toward their ceiling. There'll be a nine, nine, 10 yeah. program every year. And it's a nice town. It's a good place to go to school. Good alumni network, huge, you know, huge alumni base. Now they're closer to big cities. 
you know, Madison's a nice sized town. You're very close to Chicago. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit different than, than Lincoln, Nebraska. Right. Which is, which is out there. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. I, I think I don't think I really disagree with you about any of this. Yeah, I, I, I just I, I feel like they're closer than than people want to believe in, and way closer than Nebraska fans want to yeah. admit. And well, I think Nebraska would take that in a second too. I think they would if you yeah. if you said Nebraska, given what you've just been through, will give you Wisconsin's 2013 through through 2017. For mm-hmm. the, that, that's going to be your next five years. Oh, it's they're like automatic. Yep, where we sign up, we'll take call. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, the funniest thing about it too is that like Wisconsin got one of the best transfer quarterbacks of all time. They did, and it was before the portal era. Like, <laughs> right. So like we're sitting here talking about like, can they get a, a transfer yes. quarterback? And they've already <laughs> literally done it. Yeah. And he was on TV playing for the Broncos today. So, um, you know that uh, maybe that's just I would I would and, and that's the, the thing if you are that team every year that's winning ten games, and and some good quarterback gets finds himself in a in a crappy situation or his coach gets yeah. fired or whatever, where are you going to go? To the ready-made team where the the, the where you might steady. be the difference between ten and two and eleven and, and one and, or right. maybe more exactly yeah. Yeah. In, in a conference title exactly. So I think both of this like Nebraska with the right hire can be very attractive. Like yes. they can, I, I am not of the belief that Nebraska should just give up that. Oh no, geography, the world's changed. Forget it. You can't win. No, you can win there. But what have I said? What have I said all along? You can be Wisconsin. Yeah. And then why not pick the the place you could be? Yeah. Well, it's funny because as, as we talked about ASU a few weeks ago um, and we discussed like what they could be, it would be very interesting because I don't know if I have a ready-made answer for this, which is what makes Nebraska so tough. But like, what is Nebraska's paint, paint the perfect picture? Like, what do you make Nebraska? And like, one of the things that you said a few weeks ago that I thought was a really good point was make it transfer you. Yes. You know, and if do you what Ole Miss it, is doing. Yeah. And if you could do that, then on top of it, get some of the, cause I mean, it's not like they're not they're They recruit infinitely. You, better you know than who Wisconsin. else has been great out of the transfer portal? Favorite of the podcast, Mark Stoops. Yeah, they've done a great job. It's not just Will Levis. It's not just Wondell Robinson, Dari Rosenthal. They got him from LSU. Yeah, plug him in as a starter at offensive tackle. I mean, they they've been really smart about the way they've used the transfer portal. Yeah, Lane like really Lane and Ole Miss has had this. to do. He's had to be a little more extreme. Flashy. Yeah. Well, and 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 they just because of when he took over in 2020 and the way their roster was set up, he's had to flip it a couple times. Not necessarily by choice. So we'll see how that changes because maybe he goes a little more high school heavy because he can as they establish the program. But there's no reason Nebraska can't get some good players. The portal's the the neutralizer of the lack of geography. Correct. And the the other thing is players in the portal don't care as much about that. Where are you? Especially because they've already been through it. Do you 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 give a crap about football? Do you have resources? Do you put people in the NFL? Nebraska can answer all those answer yes, yes to all those. And then add it to the fact yeah. NIL money, mm-hmm. passionate fan base. Yes. So and all that stuff. So and also Lincoln's awesome. Lincoln is a great town. It's kind of a pain in the ass to get to, but yep. once you get there, it's but awesome. It's, it's sort of the same thing. By the way, we're having the emergency Wisconsin show. They yeah. were not the only school that fired coach today. Yeah. Colorado fired their coach. Yeah. Can, well, can I can if I, you're I, if you're getting 17 and a half when you're playing Arizona and you're two of the Jed Fish era, you're you're, you're 
you're yeah. on the right spot. So. Can I drive a stake through the heart of one of the popular talking points every time this job comes open? What's that? Why doesn't anybody want to go there? It's such a cool town. Okay, sports writers. We get that you like Boulder and it's craft yeah. beer scene. Yeah. <laughs> Can we think about it like an 18-year-old football player might think about it? Yeah, yeah. It's like, what do they have an awesome Levi's outlet around there, too, in a New Balance store? Like, I mean, it's like, yeah. I mean, everybody likes Boulder. Well, yeah. Everybody likes mountain towns. Okay. It's they're beautiful uh, to visit. Yes. To yes. visit. I don't know. I mean, I would live, I would live there. I, I would think. live there too. Yeah. But I, I, uh, but like, that's not the selling point. Right. Exactly. When you think about the most, it's the funniest You're going to go to Tuscaloosa this week. I was just having, I, I will yes. say this as a place whose mother got two degrees in Tuscaloosa. It's not the garden spot of the universe. You know why college football players <laughs> want to play in Tuscaloosa? Cause they make NFL players. There. Yes. Well, that's so funny because I was, I, we had this birthday party here on Saturday, and whenever I, these people come over, they always talk to me about college football, and I like it because it's such a passionate thing uh, here in Texas. But they're like, uh, one of the the people that was here was uh, uh, played at Mizzou actually yeah. on the team, and um, I was talking to him about. It. I was like, "What do you think's going on? Like, what's your take?" Because I always like to hear former players and yeah. uh, what he he goes. Nobody wants to live in Columbia, and I said. Come on, dude. Like, if you Columbia think about, is not that different from Tuscaloosa. Yeah, or I know. Gainesville. I was just, when, and then when you actually go through the list, of I the live best, in a town like that. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sorry. It's not, it's not the town. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, like, go down the list yeah. of the most successful college football programs in America. Now, Athens, though I've never been best there, unfortunately, best college yeah. town in America. I've never been there. Yeah. I can't speak on that. But I've been to Tuscaloosa. Yeah. I've been to Baton Rouge. Auburn's a nice, I, cute little town, but it's yeah, it's not a huge. Now it's it's growing actually. Like, what are actually rapidly. the coolest cities that colleges? Well, we've done this all the time, but like Austin would be Austin, one, right? Nashville, like, Nashville. Like, Bandy, a, Bandy is there a national so championships flying around these places? They're, they're not. No, I actually um, think there might be a correlation between how cool your town is and how crappy your football team. <laughs> exactly. Is. The cooler it is, I'll, the worse I'll say you're this. off. I mean, like when when Florida was really rolling, you know what the the things you could do in Gainesville, Florida, were yeah. on most nights. Well, yeah, you could go to the movies or drink beer yeah that's, that's it, it. <laughs> it's like i don't know it's like hey uh after practice you want to go hit the slopes like i've never heard anyone say that before <laughs> so um yeah but beautiful places are beautiful and i am i am you know i'm in a palm beach hat look at that oh yeah pretentious hat alert but uh, like i very I, pretentious. I, but, <laughs> mr i've stayed there you, yeah but you did, did i buy, buy a hat, hat. no, no i did not you didn't did you think about it did you try one on uh no you can talk to my wife about that after this because she likes to buy them too. Um, yeah, it's not about the beautiful places. It's about the places that can get you enough money so that you can buy a house in those beautiful places on your own terms. Exactly. I, <laughs> I, I really do think that the transfer portal, the rules changes, they've actually made places like Wisconsin and Nebraska. I think they've raised the ceiling there. I think the, the old rules yeah. – kind of kept them down the new rules you're saying yes the, the new yeah. rules will raise the ceiling somewhat yeah they, they don't put the ceiling where ohio state ceiling is or well, I think georgia it, or alabama rules i think are annoying for fans because i don't think they like the nflization of the sport i don't think that people are loving I, well, what the transfer I, I think portal. i think they think they don't but, but then I when their team they, gets a transfer quarterback they're like oh well, yeah, yeah this gives, is our year it gives everybody in america hope Exactly. exactly. And I don't think that was always the case. Uh, well, unless you're one of the two or three teams that seems to be getting completely pillaged, like Arizona State this year. Yeah, well, that's going to happen. And then them. they still got their transfer quarterback and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. we're good. Yeah, they got their transfer quarterback. Well, I mean, and like, by the way, that's going to happen when when stuff gets gets 
gone going on the wrong direction. Yeah. Like, I mean, it will be cra- crazy to be like if Auburn, any Auburn talent that's on that team, if they're all going to be on different teams next year. Right. And it's like that, you know, that's kind of the risk of the way it works. And, you know, you'll every single coach in America will complain to you about how hard it is to, you know, how to operate in this new world. And, you know, you got to be on top of it. But like at the same time, it too, it's just like, well, what's Kansas's plan right now? Well, they got a bunch of really new players that understood the system from multiple places yeah. that came in and changed. And the they kind of knew what they were looking for. Like, yeah, they, they personality wise, they knew what they were looking helmets for. helmets with big birds on them. It's huge birds. <laughs> Terrifying <laughs> birds. Like, That's can you imagine one, if of, one the, of those birds yeah. just came swooping down on you. Yeah. Now that you're in my office, because I always talk about terrifying things. Yeah. When that shade is rolled up like three oh, if, feet. And if, then you if see there the was boots. A, a Kansas Jayhawk right there. But you, you can see like that's where the front door is, right? I'd run. You see those like yeah. construction boots, like Dumb and Dumber, you know, the sea bass scene. Uh-huh. You see his boots underneath. The, it's like, <laughs> just drop the package. Get out of here. You're giving me the willies, man. Uh, yeah, I like to think about things that scare me sometimes. Well, if that Jayhawk was in that window, yeah, I would I would Purdue be Pete hiding behind on the right window. His <laughs> <laughs> dead, dead eyes. Well, with a hammer, too. Bucky looks like a very lovable mascot. Yeah. Herbie's a very lovable mascot. Speaking of Bucky, we're going there tomorrow. I'm excited. Bucky's as in the beaver, yes. not Bucky as in Bucky Badger. I just, it, it's yeah. the same word yes. to me. But yeah, B, Bucky, B-U-C-K-Y, is a lovely badger that I want to pet. Yes. And Buck, Bucky's with the dash. With the beaver. Yeah, it is makes a place me want to smash coffee and uh, i got deer sausages there at 4 a.m last week can i tell you something i want to know your take on this because it's better to tell you now with people watching so you don't hit me okay the beaver nuggets eh, they're fine yeah i'm not a beaver nugget guy you know i'm not going to go out of my way to to, i mean i tried it everybody loves them i I think that they're fine the being able to get a brisket taco 24 hours a day yeah is far superior very good sausage too there as i said deer sausage at four in the morning hits the spot yeah. I'm telling you right now. Great bathrooms, too. Love a place with a good bathroom. Well, of course. And, of course, I imagine you read that San, San Antonio Express story ranking yes. all the Buckies in Texas. Yes. Don't think we're going to see – well, we're not. We're Wait, not, what was number one again? New Braunfels. We're not going to see that one. Okay. We're, we're, we're getting off I-35 before that, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've all been kind of the same to me, so I have to go back and refresh my memory. I, it, I mean, they're – you got to look with a very practiced eye. I, yeah. I, was, I was kind of shedding a tear reading it like – Wow. This guy understands. This person has yeah. done their homework. I mean, I'd like to go to every single one. I mean, now that they're making them in Florida and stuff, too. Well, I mean, yeah. listen, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about Madison. I mean, you talk about food towns. Yeah. This is a, if if you are great place to get a beer, much yeah. like Boulder, too. You know, <laughs> I remember Brett Bielema telling me the story of his first day on the job at Wisconsin as the defensive coordinator. Uh, Barry took him to Mickey's Dairy Bar across the street from campus, and he had a scrambler. If you've ever had a scrambler from Mickey's Dairy Bar, it is massive. Like, I, especially my old iteration, my heavier iteration, finished everything on my plate. I didn't finish the first scrambler I ever had. Now, I did have a milkshake at the same time. But <laughs> Brett Bielema. Well, describe to them what that is. What well, is that? So it is hash browns, eggs, bacon, just whatever. It's a big breakfast. Yeah. It's a, the inside of a breakfast burrito, all but on a plate. Just, yeah, yeah, all mangled together. And then I had a chocolate shake with it. So Brett has a scrambler and basically he's back at his, in his office. He's like, I just want to go to sleep under my desk. I'm going to get fired <laughs> on my first day. <laughs> but that's, that's, that it is one of the great Wisconsin, Madison, one of the great eating towns, uh, Dottie dumplings, dowry, great burger. I've spot. been there. I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. I, so 
I hope I don't know if this place is open. Wisconsin people help me out. There's one. It's sort of at the end of State Street as you get toward the Capitol building. Uh, there's a place called Paul's Pelmeni, and it's Russian dumplings. Oh, I've never heard. of Oh that. man, it's so good. Yeah, I guess like the f- best person on the face of the earth to go through the South with on the f- for the first time is you, right? Are you like the I most qualified know. tour? No, Wright Thompson would absolutely be the best person. Oh, okay, yeah. So, well, hey, come on, Jake, take some credit here. I'm trying to gas you up before. I, we get I appreciate road, you know? it, but no, I. I've, Listen, I, I have been at a at Wright's house, and that's it is like Disney World for foodie sports writer people wow. who like bourbon. He should just write a story about that. I did. He should. Oh no, no. <laughs> He's got to keep a few things to himself. Yeah, so. that's true. All right, it's been a pleasure. This is crazy. I did not expect to be at Ari's house tonight. I figured I was going to be watching. I'm happy you're here. CGI dragons. And Brett's a big fan of you. Well, I am a big fan of hers. Yeah. So I, I'm just glad I could come by and say hi before I took Ari away for a week. And uh, you know, we'll see. He may go. He might go native. Maybe. I, I think it's going to be the greatest thing. We're going to get done. you. An, it'll be interesting to see if 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 my accent comes out at all. Fam- I'm going to have family. Family. No. Family. When, when I'm around people who talk the way my relatives talk or the way I learn to talk. For more than two or three days, I start talking a little bit like this. So we'll, we'll see how. Okay, we'll, we'll see, see how if that goes. comes out. Yeah, but we'll make for an interesting podcast. For but sure. we, we'll see what happens with the Wisconsin job. I mean, I am of the mind that this is calculated to give yes. Jim Leonard as much runway as possible to make sure he is the permanent coach. But we'll have to see. If you what know he does your guy, with within you know, give him time to to turn it around, but also save the class. Yep. keep the class together, all that stuff. Um, so yeah, it's going to be fun to watch. And you know, I think that maybe you could say that Wisconsin's probably in the top twenty five percent of open jobs that that could come open at any, any given time. Absolutely, hundred so, percent. And that should hundred percent of twenty five percent. The one thing I would say though is that if you are in a position where you can say that about your university program or your university and program, that you have to treat the job search as such. Mm-hmm. Because if you are in that category, what does that mean? Better candidates. Well, that and, and that's exactly you're giving Jim Leonard runway. You're not necessarily giving him the job yeah. right now. You you got to make some, sure he knows he can do over. it. Watch Dave Aranda get it. That'd be hilarious after my reaction. I'm telling you the way the way Baylor plays, which yeah. fit very well. Obviously, Dave Aranda's defense works at Wisconsin, so I'm not ruling anything out at this point. Jim Leonard's got to come in and turn that around, and then we'll probably. I, I have a feeling if that's what happens, if it settles him, if he settles him down, we're going to be in DC, you know, sitting here in November going, okay. He's going to get it. He'll be the guy going forward. And it'll be a very, it'll be a much more Wisconsin trans transfer of power than it feels like tonight. Yeah. But we shall see. Yep. The next time we talk to you, it'll be from the road. Ari's going to a town where everybody's really mad at the football coach. Oh boy. It's going to be fun. See you guys. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. 
Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.